Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam, I play as Vons. Vons is our free little Foxfolk alchemist buddy who does all of the alchemy things. He's hanging out, talking with the group right now. We both use he, him pronouns. I am Aaron, and I play Aerosene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Ericene is uh, using her friend as a buffer and hoping that her boyfriend is okay with not having uh, talked to her as much the past couple of days. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We use she, her pronouns. And um, Wealthy suspects that she's being used as a buffer, but she's so scared of Frymeath that she doesn't, you know, she can't really blame Erising. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he/him pronouns, and Grix is wondering just how helpful he can be for Erising's grandmother. Yeah, we got to get Grix some more mechanicy things to do. Yeah, we'll see. I had the thought that uh, I should go help uh, fix anything around the house that's broken, or break some things around the house that are fixed. No, Vons. I'm not doing that. You should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. <laughs> or we'll go around your house and break shit. <laughs> no, no. I think I think it's specifically Vons that will go around your house and break shit. Yes, our made-up character will go around your house and break shit. He'll think he's helping, though. We unlocked that power after the Halloween episode. <laughs> so, A, fear us. B, give us five stars. <laughs> it helps people find us. It helps us feel all validated and shit and uh, you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well also you should send us letters at letters at primary attribute.com let us know what we're doing right huh yeah <laughs> i like that approach do that <laughs> or you could again just send us a key smash we also love that yeah just sure. put that face on the keyboard and roll it right across there and we yeah, will we'll read, read it, it live yep yep <laughs> I will. I have said that I will do that, and I will. And I, I will do that. Send us all the Fahuku gods. <laughs> we could all try to say it at the same time. <laughs> See our different interpretations. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Patreon bonus episode. <laughs> I mean, if one's typing with their face, I imagine it does sound like a chorus of about five people reading at the same time. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Weirdly, it does type out into the. Uh, Dixon, California, municipal code. If you face roll long enough, it's very confusing. That joke was for no one. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? I was wondering if there was uh, anyone who would think that that was funny. Possibly shout out to people who grew up where I did. (laughs) Bunch of people just realized they know Ian. (laughs) Oh, it's that Ian. (laughs) Sad to see what's happened to their life. Oh, well. <laughs> wow, you're hard on yourself. Oh, hey, look, I found the track. What? Let's get on it. Erisene <laughs> <laughs> got Frymy to help them with the scrying spell. We got lots and lots of maps. And the first time we did the scrying spell, we discovered that Professor Jenkins is not on the arcs. Then the next day we did the spell again and it didn't go off the second day. And the third day 
uh, using a map of the world, including a map of Elandril, which is uh, an elven land that Framith used to live in for a while. Uh, on the third day, we discovered that Professor Jenkins was somewhere on the western coast of Elandril. Uh, there isn't anything really right there, just promontories and dense forest. And Ericene thinks that Professor Jenkins is in the same place as Vons's dreams, given the description. Anyway, everyone wants to do research to try and figure out what they might be able to do next. And then Ericene was going to take Wealthy to talk to Frymeath. And that's where we cliffhangered. Ericene owes Wealthy some ice cream. Ericene maybe does owe Wealthy some ice cream. I will not I will not disagree with that. Fucking hell no. You want me like like a, an entire store full of um baked treats is what you owe me. Fucking why? <laughs> if you owe me ice cream, you owe me baked treats. Okay. <laughs> but why what? a whole store? Because I'm a halfling and I can eat an entire store. Well, she's only three quarters even... of a halfling for that matter. <clears throat> Maybe four fifths. I don't think halflings store stomach capacity in their legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom and dad always thought that's where I was, where I was putting my food when I was a kid. So, hmm. see, I figured halflings were mostly stomach. <laughs> They're mostly filled with air. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we are in such a weird mood tonight. (laughs) We are. But let's make the mood weirder. Hey, Wealthy. Hey, Ericene. We've been stuck inside a long time. This weirdness makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. That's true. Welcome to the smoking room, I guess. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was going to take her down to the... Well, was he only in the smoking room? Or was he like... I mean, the study has... A few flights of stairs, which could present an issue. Well, I was carrying her on my... I was like, you know, piggyback. Well, that works. Sailing Wealthy's okay with that. <laughs> I figured that that was generally like how we were. Assuming there's a lot of laudan... I thought I had a wheelchair. You yeah. Know, one of those old-timey wheelchairs? Sure, you do. But like when we go... When we have to go like up and down stairs. Okay, well, I'm going to have to take a lot of laudanum to, in order for you to carry me. My leg hurts really bad. It was a mid-thigh removal, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Just above the knee. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt. You. Yeah. Just just being picked up is gonna hurt. But give me enough laudanum, and you can take me downstairs, and I can be drunk, or and or drugged when I meet Frymeath. For the second time. Third, I mean, Ericene definitely could have something like. There is something approaching that strength in your house. Whether I actually have it with me. It's Where there's old say. people, there's medicine cabinets. You'll mm-hmm. find yeah, something. Just crush a bunch of stuff up and put it in a, a Oh, a my grandparents learned long ago that they have to like lock that shit up and hide it between my mom and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom cooks drugs one time and suddenly everything's all locked up. <laughs> I'm so glad that Alice and Janie is working on our show. <laughs> what? I just, I picture your mom as Alice and Janney from Mom. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I mentioned this before. God, Have I just want you? Alice and Janney to yeah. be on the show now. <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. Yeah, but I want CJ. 
We'll do a rotation. <laughs> we'll have Alice and Jenny guest star multiple times, channeling different <laughs> previous characters. Mm-hmm. And then it will be a plot point somehow. <laughs> yeah. The Alice and Jenny verse. Call us. <laughs> See, I picture Vonda's mom as a really drunk Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, that's some good energy. <laughs> Vonda's mom? Oh, he's got to have one somewhere. He does. It's just that's more lore than we've ever gotten about anything having to do with Vonza's family. What are you talking about? He's got a sister. The Christmas episode. We have whole Lucky. Well, but like, other than Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> about his like parents. Yeah, because he doesn't like his parents. Sure, but like I'm saying, I'm then literally saying that we have, that's the most that we've ever heard about his mom. Yeah, sure. <sighs> I should re-listen. Did we establish that he doesn't like his parents or that he just doesn't spend time around? You seem to feel very alienated from them. This most yeah. came up when we did the Christmas episode. You have literally never talked to us about it at all. In or out of character. And we brought it up once and you were like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Vons gets weird when you talk about his family. Well, yeah. literally every time that Ericene tries to talk to anybody about their family, they're like, oh no, I would prefer not to ever speak of them. The person whose family we know the absolute least about is Grix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we assume that they were just assigned numbers. And One time I tried to ask him if he had kids and he was like, that's an awfully personal question. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, huh? You asked him that within like 10 minutes of meeting him. <laughs> If I remember the timeline right. I do think that was the first episode. Grix was to know hatched, him. Right? Okay. Sorry, you both shouted, what? <laughs> Grix was hatched, right? Well, no. I mean, no. No? No, but there was a big litter. Cobalts do live births? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I... <laughs> I don't have the energy to figure that out right now. <laughs> There's no kobold sexual education. Sex education. I mean, kobolds are fairly short lived too. Like, are you cognizant? They're not, though. You- they aren't. <laughs> They're not. No. I even retconned it like this last episode or so that specifically they reach adulthood quickly and they live a moderate to long amount of time. There's just a miscomprehension on the arcs that they die really soon. <laughs> Was was I not paying attention? Was there some? Was there just something boring in my ear? That was really minor. It's just been an ongoing, <laughs> ongoing thing where it's like, oh yeah, they die like in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's always been my impression with the D and D, but yeah. Or Ian and, and I put together like a whole like this is the equivalent. This is this is the equivalent ages of all of the like you know all of the different species of. Of, of people that we've run into on a regular basis <laughs> because I, as Aaron was having a really hard time understanding how to like describe like Ericene versus Aramith. And I just, I just wanted to be able to explain it. Apparently there's not going to be any plot this episode. Just weird world building. <laughs> <laughs> I Every mean, direction. It takes ingredients to make a cake. Don't worry about uh-huh. it. It'll be fine. Let's just Man, I could have said anything there. there. It, yeah. It's like Carl Sagan said. You have to first uh, bake an apple pie if you want to make the universe. You put the lime in the coconut, and you, then you mix <laughs> it all up. So you're in the study of a mean old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
to make that <laughs> mean I'm... old man love me. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Because it's an interesting challenge. You could also kill him in a study with lead pipe. Also an interesting challenge. Also, and I cannot emphasize this enough, it is totally reasonable to want the approval and love of the people who were your primary caregivers when you were a child. Mm, sounds fake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I connect that to reason. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not arguing that it's a reasonable thing to want. <laughs> I thought that was what you said. That's certainly what I heard. <laughs> was it was sarcastic, which is very Car- possible. Carrying car- carrying right along. Yes. <laughs> There's an old man who you want to love. There's an you. old man. Okay, so Grandpa, we I think need more help. Um and remind me of the context of your I know. Request. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I don't great. remember why we came down here. Yeah, Everyone there cool. but Eris is confused. Yeah, that's a great question. Um Is it just the three of them? You guys can be there if you want. I'm not gonna stop you. If you really wanted to follow down us down. Uh, Vaughn's would rather be looting. <laughs> you can't <laughs> Do you really want to be looting? Is there something worth looting? You're in the house of really, really rich people. Let's talk to the maids. I imagine there's maids. Are there maids? Uh, the uh, the poor night servant got stuck here, so uh, you can talk to him. The night servant. Maybe the yes. night servant knows where there's some good mold or something. <laughs> All right. So so Vons oh, is looting God, the house. Of course you would think that that is loot. Um, awesome. <laughs> oh, no. Your grandmother's mold collection. <laughs> oh, no. My grandmother's mold collection. <laughs> If they have any fancy cheeses, we can see how those do. So, Grix, are you there there? Are you up at the no. top of the stairs, Scooby doing this shit? Like <laughs> I was thinking about it, but no, I think I think I'm gonna go uh uh wander around the uh house and uh fix anything that's not working right. All right. Or make, you know, quality of life improvements to any of the <laughs> technical features. Make the working things work better. Yeah. <laughs> not ask for any user input before you do it. No. <laughs> Users don't understand engineering. <laughs> A plus role play. <laughs> I have so many. I have so many complaints. <laughs> so there's an old man. There's an old man. And I've said, yeah, I just like, because obviously we're not going to be able to, you know, go down to the surface or whatever. Uh, and I give him the side eye. Unless you know of a way that we could go down to the surface. From what I understand, it can be arranged from with the city to take expeditions down. They're dangerous and often don't come back, but, but like, it's possible. Would you be opposed to us trying that. <laughs> Why does he care? Yeah, you are all, as far as I am aware, adults who can make their own choices. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he is giving you a look like, why would you ask? <laughs> like, Aaron at least like that. That says Frymeath doesn't love Erisene enough yet. Because <laughs> the only sign of love is protectiveness. <laughs> hey, he's not one of the characters who can hear behind who can hear behind the beyond the fourth wall. No, that was Ian Snark. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you say his name in a mirror three times, Gex will appear. 
Just waiting in the wings. <laughs> All right. So now that you've determined, apparently, that your grandfather doesn't love you enough. Yet. Uh, I'll be like, well, so like, I guess we need to figure out like if that even makes sense or like, okay, so like there's nothing that you remember being in that spot in a land roll. But like, do you know? I mean, obviously you have this one map of a land roll, but like, you know, do you have anything that could tell us like even more of a history than what I've already gotten from you on a land roll? Or like, is there like, you know, I'm just wondering if there's like some kind of ancient stronghold that we could do research about or something. There is nothing like that out there that I'm aware of. It may be buried in one of these books, but you, I provided you with the only general history I have on Elandril itself. You'd have to go digging for anything else. Can we do that? Under supervision, yes. They're your well, books. Can we find, can you point us in the right direction? I can give you a rough reference guide of the things on Elandril that I have, but I have not reviewed all of them particularly recently. That's fair. Also, have you ever heard of anyone like, you know, not just like disappearing from the arcs, um, but like, you know, like disappearing and like saying that they were on the surface and then coming back and, you know, being all different or whatever. Because like, you know, like this place is a lot older than like it seems in the city and i'm just like wondering you know with our prominent position in society like i just feel like there must be something more that you could tell us about like you know kind of like what happened and like why there's all those ruins downstairs and i don't know (laughs) downstairs like the service no, not downstairs, like the surface. Downstairs, oh, like in the, like in the in, in, inside yeah. the like tunnels. Got it. Okay, that is a good question. What do you mean by ruins? In this context, last time I checked, there were no ancient civilizations down there, on a relative scale. There's like well labeled like labs that are, I don't know, flooded and creatures and ghosts and. I don't know about the ghosts and the creatures i believe many of them either came with the mountain as it lifted off because many creatures that are uh, particularly notable and dangerous live in subterranean tunnels as you learned in among other things kidnapping class yeah as far as the labs there was a large amount of research being done in the few decades before and the few decades after arx multimus took off in the first place it was Even if we go by human standards, this place was put together very quickly and made to do something it was really never intended to do. This was a mountain with a military fort. It wasn't designed to be a flying ship. Then what are mountains for? (laughs) (laughs) What? Literally every mountain I've ever heard of has been flying. Like, never mind, I'm not there. It doesn't matter. Are you there? I'm so confused. I like that Grix is just. I like the idea that Grix is just saying this as he like walks in. 
Oh, my dude. If Vons was there, we wouldn't even be in this discussion right now. He'd be scratching somebody's face by now, even talking about going back to the surface. <laughs> this is why Ericene did not include Vons. Yeah, looks over shoulder. Is Vons around? <laughs> Vons has not, in fact, appeared. Sorry, could you could you just repeat for I I found that a little bit difficult to parse. Yeah, Aaron so, did. Um, the labs. What were the labs? Labs for the labs were present for research by people both before and after the initial liftoff. Because frankly, from what I understand, the magical lifting, propulsion, piloting, really everything that keeps us in the air, keeps it secure, was. Not quite improvised, because that doesn't give enough credit to the engineering teams, but developed very quickly. And so they were doing the research for that while the fort tried to not fall, which, given that you're here, you can tell it succeeded. And after to finish everything, we did the equivalent of building the frame of a house and throwing a cloth over it to keep the rain off. Once we were in the air, we tried to finish the house as best we could. Now, when you say we, do you mean that like you were actually like a part of all of the research and shit? I mean the or society in general. You meant society in general. Okay, well, she like smiles kind of, she smiles in like a way that she's trying to communicate like she's joking. Um, she's like, maybe someday you'll tell me what it is that you do. <laughs> I do research in a library. You've assisted with it many times. I know, but like, you know, when you were a young whippersnapper, I'm sure you did even more. Didn't you ever want to be like active in like doing things for the society that you were trying to build? I was for some time and then the world ended because a corruption overtook it. So you're just like resting on your laurels down here. Do you want my help? Yes, I do, but like I feel like you're holding something back. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what it is. So here's the books you'll need. Okay. And then we have adventures in bibliographies. And it's all very exciting. <laughs> so what are you trying to research? You're trying to find out if there's anything that should be over on that Northwest Coast? Yeah, basically, I want to try to find out like was there ever anything going on on that Northwest coast? And if there was, I'd like to know what it was. And if there wasn't, I want to know why there was never anything going on on that Northwest coast, because although there's a dense forest, you know, the fact that there is the fact that it is coastal, like there should be like you, you had said that there were like fishing villages or you know, maybe mm -hmm. like ruins or of like fishing villages or something over there. And I just like to know, I don't know, something. All right. So you was it always an elvish land or, you know, mm. in the prehistory, was it something else? And the elves took it over. Uh, wealthy and Ericene both give me intelligence checks because Ericene is there. Wealthy. Well, both of you added D6 because oh, Ericene knows the library very well by now. Saying, oh God! Well, no, I I rolled and I oh, the okay. oh, okay. is really hitting me. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I thought I you gotta... were just freaking out about the no. very concept of rolling no, an intelligence truly, check. It did sound like it. It did have like the 
it did have I, the reaction speed of, oh no, I have to do a thing again. No, no, I got, There's I some got precedent. four on the 20 die and yeah, two sucks. on the six. That sucks. Um, yeah. So the laudanum's really kicking in. So your total's what? My total is is 6, 11, 13 on a That's prime. Not terrible. Yeah, but it's not great. <laughs> I I got a 28 total. I got a 17 plus 5 on my in prime and then uh a uh, 6 on my d6. <laughs> so I got a I got a 28. <sighs> Yeah, wealthy. Uh, this uses an organization system you're not used to, and also your highest shit. Yeah, I'm about ready to fall asleep. Erisine's like Library of Congress is a very different system than the Dewey Decimal. <laughs> this is Elvish Library of Congress, so everything's off by just enough to be really confusing. Yeah, whole different alphabet. It's gross. All right, so well, not gross, but different. <laughs> Well, the poetry section takes up like two thirds of it. So, and there's a lot of original research in the poetry section. Uh, there is, yeah, <laughs> and that's Why the problem. You... It's not categorized. It's not <laughs> subcategorized under poetry. Anyway, <laughs> you just have to know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, it helps when you have all the time in the world, relatively <laughs> speaking, to look through your own library. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, wealthy. You're uh, you're doing your best. You did actually succeed with a thirteen, even though those rolls were. Atrocious. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Utterly. So you manage to figure out, you you find some books, but it's all kind of slipping in and out of your head. You've been real stressed. You don't find much of anything. You're you're reading real slow for you. And also, this isn't really your forte. You do magic research mostly. Like this is, you know, instead of equations, you're looking at giant blocks of dense prose. Like... In elf, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you know how elves write? They they write like like Tolstoy and Dickens met Cervantes. It's 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 not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Erisine, you do significantly better. Uh-huh. So that northwest area of Elandriel, that coastal area that you're researching, there were a little, there were a few fishing villages. That was really about it. The soil was not great for most farming. It was you know it was extremely rocky there. It was. And with the dense forest combined with the rockiness and the promontories and just kind of general, it's a very craggy area. Uh-huh. It was difficult to build out there. And as far as the histories you're reading are concerned, no one lived there. Like, at least by the time the elves got there and were exploring it, they didn't find anybody else. So it would have been an expansion for them to do it. And it wasn't worth expanding to, particularly. There were a number of like very small villages that are dotted around the area. Um, the other thing is that none of the bays were really appropriate. They were all too shallow and rocky for like proper trade uh-huh. where there were bays at all. So it wasn't even like a good port area. And there were lots of cliffs and like it just didn't work out very well. Um, uh-huh. So those small fish- fishing villages, you know, did exist. They were on a couple of maps that you find, you know, non-detailed ones, but ex- extant in books that give you a rough idea of where they were along the coastline. At least one survey you read seems to pick everything at being, you know, none of these villages exceeded like 200 people. Uh-huh. And there was less than half a dozen of them. Like, it was considered, you, you, you do find the research of, um, or the research, it's actually like the travel journal of a, a dwarf who went and kind of ranged across all of Elandril, wrote a book about it, who personally found the place to be kind of eerie and strange. And at least they wrote down that they had heard rumors that 
the land of that area was cursed. And after spending some time there, they were willing to buy it. <laughs> okay. So basically inhospitable, plus there is a cultural and ostensibly potentially magical aversion to the place itself. Although that only comes up in that one travelogue. And for all you know, he was pulling a Marco Polo and making shit up to make his story more interesting. Okay. You also don't find any mentions of any sort of ancient civilization that was out that way. Like, no mention of any ruins, um, you know, mentions of cave systems, but nothing nothing that anyone ever explored extensively. So it's possible there was something there. But So there could, there, there could be a cave system that was just never explored? Yeah, like... You know, there are caves everywhere. There are definitely caves there because it's a rocky coastal area. So there's going to be a lot of erosion over time. So there are almost definitely caves there, but the area was poorly explored to begin with. And no one went down into the deep, dark hole to see what was down there and get eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I tell Wealthy what I found. Is she too high to understand <laughs> or think about it? <laughs> I got a headache from reading this damn Defoe shit. Um. <laughs> oh, is it like Tom Bombadil yeah, came? Oh God. Um. Ericene's nose just like gushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. Yeah, my nose is Wealthy's nose is. Uh, it, she's very discreetly pushing a um uh tissue up against her nose. Hanky. Um. Yeah, that's very interesting. What are we supposed to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I can go anywhere and I point to where my leg used to be. Uh, how long did it take us to find this information? Like, do we have to extend to like tomorrow or whatever? I'm going to say that ate your day. Post that ate the casting. rest of our day. Yeah, it's, it's later evening now. I think we should find out what happened with the boys. Yeah. Greg spawns. Yeah. You've been left relatively unsupervised. Yeah. And increasingly less supervised because Uh you does not want to deal with you folks anymore. No. Uh, So, Grix, you were going around and repairing things? Yeah, I'm repairing things. Um, So I do have the spell uh, Mending, which genuinely can magically repair shit. Yeah, that's mostly for, like, reattaching things, though, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's minor, but it is, you know, it's thorough. I'm just saying it's not going to like realign everything for you, whatever it's no, but I'm also an engineer. So, you know, yeah, get off my back. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stop busting his balls here. God, were you the GM or something? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, repairing what I can upgrading what I can. Yeah. Yeah. Roll an intelligence check and a D six. The D six is not additive. I just need to know what you get on it. Okay, I got oh Jesus Christ. I got a I got an eight. I got a nine on my intelligence check. I got a three on the D6. You got a nine total on the intelligence yeah. check? Yeah. Cause you were freaking me out. You were like, you know <laughs> That's me. You were, you were hazing me. So you go, you do some basic repairs. You are you're having a hard time. You you lose like most of the day to trying to, you know, realign the cabinets in the yeah. kitchen you're like yeah. this is basic shit i should have done this in 10 minutes what the fuck yeah. is happening yeah I took apart the furnace put it back together and have more parts than i started with yeah <laughs> oh no 
yeah so yeah. It, it doesn't go great and i don't think no. you feel too great about it um and uh also i'll add the last bit uh i uh i get soot i just i am covered in soot and uh you know i'm i'm certain Ericene's grandparents seem like white couches type folk <laughs> i know a pupper who needs a bath Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that by this time, my grandparents would have, like, my grandmother would have insisted on bringing out the, uh, like, the sheets to <laughs> put covers. all over yeah. everything. Uh, and by sheets, you mean of plastic? Because... Well, I mean, it wouldn't be of plastic because there is no plastic. Various so, cloths. Yeah, like... Heavy canvas, yeah. yeah. Not being subtle about it. No, it's just a no. giant pane of God, glass no. that goes over the bed. <laughs> Make it quite clear that we are not welcome. But she's not going to kick us out because Mm-mm, hospitality. I imagine there's like some sort of weird uh, superstition about hospitality during a lockdown. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- this is yeah. Uh, this is on the rude end of what someone would do, but also like because it's semi reasonable. <laughs> it. Ericene's grandma is playing uh, just inside the line. <laughs> yeah. As with most so things. Is, so is Vaughn's. Yeah. Um, so, Grix, were you going to try to, like, clean yourself up? Or were you just sitting around, you know, with a little pig pen cloud around you at all times? Uh, I mean, I, uh, I I think I clean myself up as best I can. But it's one of those things where it's like, that's just going to take a while. Yeah. <laughs> can't get everything off from under your nails kind of thing yeah every time he sits a cloud just fires out from beneath him i I think at some point once you find that you're trying to clean yourself and it's not going great in terms of just like all your clothes are still covered in soot you you are loaned you're loaned like uh, fuck i don't know there's gotta be some i think you're loaned a spare shirt but it is very obviously not made for a cobalt (laughs) so it is far too large Uh every part of it is rolled up and your, your clothes are being cleaned and or boiled to get all yeah. of the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. That ash what? that's going to go, that's gonna we're going to make lie out of that. Save the ash. It's useful. You say that about every single thing I have tried to cook for three days or clean or anything. Move over. Let me help. I got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Move over. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll for initiative. I really want to see other I want so badly for Vaughn to get into a shoving match with you. <laughs> I think because this is just Grix's clothes, you is going to see the battle here. That looks very annoyed. <laughs> Luckily, Vaughn doesn't have the wisdom to detect. This person might poison me if I keep doing this. Uh, you don't get how paranoid Vaughn's is. He's got detect poison on his uh, person at the moment yes it has to be active <laughs> <laughs> you have to think to use it that's true that's true so all right so Grix, you're, you're you've been having a time of it and now you're in yeah an oversized nightshirt just hanging out <laughs> yeah yeah what have, what have you been doing when hanging out with other people how have you been coping are you a you a let's play endless rounds of cards kind of person me yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 oh all that um, I, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, I don't, when, Ian, how many cards are in the decks in this <laughs> world? What do fantasy decks of cards 52. even look like here? There are fantasy 52 cards on the deck. 
Bob, hang Divided on. Divided into fantasy suits. <laughs> Four of them, in fact. <laughs> there's uh, yeah, there's uh, there's anatomically correct hearts. Uh, there's shovels. Uh, there's cudgels, and there's uh, emeralds. Those are the four suits. Really, not rubies. Uh, you know, that's the Southern Hemisphere thing. Yeah, Grix is not comfortable uh, just chilling. So he is always trying to help or entertain people or uh, like, so what are we doing now? Yeah. All right. People may be tag teaming, entertaining Grix at this point, essentially. I follow, uh, I follow Aracene's grandmother around for a while, just uh, offering to help. With whatever she's doing, make a charisma check. <laughs> Holy shit! I rolled a wow, nineteen. I heard that from the other room. I rolled a nineteen. Uh, so plus uh, 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 six, twenty-five. I got a twenty-five. So uh, at one point, at one point, she's writing letters, and uh, I crawl up in her lap, and uh, <laughs> uh, I help proofread while she's writing. Erisene, make a wisdom check, add 2d6. Erisene? Yep, add 2d6, it's your grandmother. We all shush during the roll. Uh, That's 25 total. Dramatic. 16 (laughs) plus 7 plus 1 plus 1. Why does your grandmother love Grix so much more than you? (laughs) 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 Okay, Grix, we know that you're like one of the more um, Mm dog-facey, dog-like. Yeah. Uh, kobold. So when you're in in a lap, do you feel compelled to like give dog kisses, licks to whoever's lap you're on, like every other dog I've ever had on my lap? No, but I'm constantly like looking backwards and up for reassurance. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, not where I expected this <laughs> to go. Nah, apparently, yeah. This is incredible we've been stuck <laughs> inside a while apparently aristique really likes having a metaphorical and semi-literal lap dog <laughs> i feel very uncomfortable with everything that has been said it's not great <laughs> having someone around to help and for some reason she has decided that she likes grix's help like Rex, as soon as you start doing this, you don't know, or Erisine doesn't know at least, how the fuck you made it through that sort of intro. (laughs) But then she keeps giving you stuff to do and chatting with you about stuff, and she even laughs sometimes. And now it's comfortable. (laughs) I literally don't understand how to react to any of this. I think... The first time that I see a positive interaction between Grix and my grandmother, I go and I find my mother and I show her what is happening and I stare at what is happening and I stare at my mother and I'm like, what? (laughs) I don't know, sweetie. (laughs) So now we have that (laughs) to bond about. Mm Mm-hmm. Next time that I talk to my grandfather, I'm gonna be like, "Did Grandma have like um? Did Grandma have like lap dogs when you were all on the ground or anything?" <laughs> no, she hated most <laughs> pets. Why? <laughs> I'm like, I don't 
I was just, um, I don't know. She seems to have taken a liking to Grix in a way that I would not have expected from Grandma. Ericene, what does that mean? The, um, you there know, are many I don't, interpretations of what you said. You know, I don't know myself. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Grix is getting along with Grandma. <laughs> I can't think of why uh, Frymeath would say it, so I'm saying it out of character. That statistically speaking, it had to happen sometimes. She got along with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 I guess that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so so Grix, you're, you're doing great. Um, yeah. What do you call Please. her? Uh, Mima. I'm so upset because I can't really deny you that with that role. I thought you were going to call her Gam Gam. No. Okay. What about Gams? <laughs> no. Let's make it weird. <laughs> oh, I mean, if oh. you wanted to make it weird, you should have asked me. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is this not weird enough already? This is the most incredible thing that has ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> well, that's a, quite a superlative. No, really. <laughs> Are you sure? <sighs> We've done some pretty weird shit. Vaughn's for- made a kid. <laughs> Who's a dragon? <laughs> oh, yeah. How is S.H.I.E.L.D.? It's not even his species. Yeah, how is S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to do a rundown of uh, how how are the NPCs doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very called for. Yeah, That's we can fair. just throw that into a supercut here. Uh, just tell us tell us the highs and lows. Like you don't have to worry about them all. Okay. Uh, let's see. <sighs> um. You want Quick. me to remind you? No, I, I have a list right here of everyone who's here. Um, so I thought of this ahead of time. Uh, Bartholomew is working with Purity as they have really just written out a whole fucking chart about why the hell Jenkins would be down on the ground and why. And it's 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 not gotten full. Uh, Bartholomew is Barth- helping Purity. Really? Yeah, you know Bartholomew is good with good with string and. Uh, pushpins apparently. <laughs> like, oh, okay. All like, right. Uh, okay. It seems to be suggesting things with a little pointer, but like, okay. it seems to be mostly. Uh, he seems to be well connected to the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Bartholomew is really smart. He just can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, go. What's next? I think Cog has uh, ditched out at this point and has gone and is helping the local maintenance crews and just crashing in a public shelter. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Cog. I mean, I think Cog, I'm sure one or more of you insisted that Cog is like, you're welcome here anytime, but I think he wanted to go work. <laughs> ah, looking yeah. over his shoulder at his uh, friend Grix, who's like in the uh, arms of privilege and comfort. I think Cog is also much like Grix and like, I can't just sit here yeah. kind of person. And is not comfortable enough to just make a space. Does does this yeah. make Grix feel like guilty that he's not doing no. the civil stuff? No, no, okay. no. It's supposed to be on lockdown. I was gonna say there's not really a lot to do. Cog is probably throwing his weight around just to be allowed to do stuff <laughs> beyond like emergency repairs. Oh, I see. This makes Cog feel important, kinda, and it lets him get useful. out of the house. Yeah, yeah, useful. I think is the bigger thing. Okay, okay. Green has mostly been a. Hanging out with Alara, and they have been trying to take care of Percy. 
Percy really likes the chandelier. This is a problem. <laughs> oh. That is being wrangled with on a I'm daily s- basis. I'm glad they don't have a bug zapper. It's just, you know, when you get a cat who really wants to, like, push that thing off the mantle, keeps getting up there and looking at it, and you kick him off and they do it again. It's not quite like that, because Percy probably wouldn't intentionally break anything, but he seems to find it a quite fascinating object, and Green is worried. <laughs> what species yeah. is Percy again? He's like an oversized... Uh... Uh, he is a giant beetle. Yeah. Besides, like a pony. And, like, he's mostly doing good, but also... Like Green's literally running laughs with him around the wall, around the ballroom to like tire him out and stuff because he's used to being in a stable. This is weird for him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if Green's anything like Vaughn's, she has some extra energy to get rid of too. Yeah. Uh, at some point, given the people involved, and I think with some help from you to get enough coverings to not damage the floor, uh, the ballroom has gotten turned into like a sparring gym <laughs> at this point. Because sure. people need to burn energy and they're so bored. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what Alara, Shield, and Green especially have been involved with. Photios and Keith have been dragged into it on occasion as well. Your, your mom has confided in you that she really wishes she could try to fight some of them, but uh, cover. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Has Erisene managed to uh, get a wrestling club going between uh, Shield and Photios and Keith? Make a charisma check. Add a d6. I just get this feeling that Erisene in some sort of perverted fashion just wants to watch that. Yeah. Um, that is we a don't t- kink shame on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm not shaming. <laughs> That's 19 plus 8 plus 5 is 32. Burn all of your dice. Huh? Jesus, that's so high. <laughs> you, you can't because they're what? digital. But <laughs> I was saying burn all of your dice. <laughs> they're too good. They cannot be allowed. Sorry. <laughs> they're not all that good. <laughs> You've rolled two 25s. <laughs> or wait, no. You rolled a 28. Wit was the one who rolled two 25s. Wit also needs to burn his dice. <laughs> Today? I thought I just got one. They got two. No, they don't want shit. I refreshed the page, Kira. and sometimes that makes me do differently. <laughs> I did not mean to actually push you to do any of that. I was joking. <laughs> but with a 32, you have succeeded, and you have succeeded with style. Like, this is a fucking thing now. There's a training montage going on in the background of everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And my mom is like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, it looks like maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. needs some help, like doing some sit-ups or something. <laughs> you need say no more. Oh, yeah. How's that going? <laughs> uh, Can I do a wisdom check? Sure. Um, that one's only a 14 plus seven is 21. Also, it's my mom. So like, yeah, whatever. We're not kink shaming here. (laughs) As far as you can tell, they're having trouble getting time to talk to just each other to an almost comedic extent. Oh, I like that. I really like that. Like multiple times you see them like start having conversation. Like that's right when someone walks over and asks for something (laughs) like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's real rom-com. Um, yeah, for it. some reason, Erisene's mom is stuck in a dryer and then Photios <laughs> walks in and he's all like, oh, hey. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? 
I I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like it, but I'm just confused <laughs> about all of it, really. And then um, Ericene walks in and she's like, oh, how, how'd that act dryer accident happen? And Photios <laughs> is all like, I don't know. She was just, uh, never Are mind. Are you implying that somehow Photios got with Ericene's mom? I, I think the implication might have been that Photios was helping Ericene get Ericene's mom into zany situations. Oh, uh, yeah, zany situations. Actually, my implication was that uh, that uh, Aaron was like looking for for wacky situations in the in the first place. Anyway, um, no, I truly just want Aerosene's mom to get with Shield because I think it would be funny for her to. Oh, with you. Shield. Yes, oh, yeah, with yeah, Shield. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never rewrite ever that. with photos. We can just rewrite that. So, uh, well, so I, I was wondering <laughs> if you're going for the step parent thing. Anyway, so yeah, we can rewrite that. So, er, so uh, Ericene's mom gets stuck in a dream. Well, and Shield want, walks in. I want Ericene's mom to treat Vaughn's like he's her step parent. Like Vaughn's is Ericene's mom's step parent because you're Shield's parent. Because in you're this Shield's scenario. dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I think I lost the. Bo- I think I actually, for real, did not understand what I was saying. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone understood what they've been saying for the past few minutes. So you're in good company, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, my pinball multiplier just uh, flipped the rollers. So. I'm really enjoying that we have this completely nonsense episode. Mm-hmm. Like for real, it's very it's very refreshing in a way that I was not expecting. <laughs> well, this is what happens. So this this is what we call a bottle episode in the sitcoms, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except instead of getting into heart to hearts, because half of us are like, well, at least Vaughn's uh, Vaughn's has a heart. It it just doesn't understand heart math. <laughs> The rest of there's just too many people in the bottle. <laughs> so it's like a bottle episode via Dr. Seuss. Yes. When Tweedle Beetles battle in a bottle with yes. the paddles. So so we got the we got the wrestling we got the wrestling club going. Yeah, oh. and Keith is also actually make people making people play bridge with him. <laughs> Wonderful. It's bridge club, baby. <laughs> All right. And uh, actually, Ericene, make a quick intelligence check. That is a 17 And actually, total. everyone make an intelligence check. Oh. Yeah, you have to roll a die. No. I'm glad Vaughn's is smarter than I am. 14. 18 on a prime. What happens if I roll a 10? Let's see. I guess it's 16. All right. You all succeed. So Keith is legitimately dragging all of you in to be playing bridge, but... You also slowly pick up that Keith has also figured out a way to pass information on to other people while playing bridge. (gasps) There's a very slight amount of like kind of pass phrasey stuff going on. Does he have Vons's invisible ink? Not yet. Oh, but you could (laughs) actually, I don't, I don't know if Vons has his own. Well, he probably has like a a little bit of it. Like I think green has some, not sure if it's on her though. It's probably not, but yeah. So, uh, you get some, uh, you know, resistance uh, code talking stuff in and among actually being taught how to play bridge by a surprisingly skilled player who's very good at the whole we're not allowed to talk about the game thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother is drawn into a couple of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Deus this machina. Probably. Uh, probably via Grix. <laughs> <laughs>
It's like you two are hanging out. Congratulations to the other pair in this bridge game now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all have it. Wow. And then we've been we've been seeing what Frymeath has been up to, and Aristique is apparently hanging out with Grix, having a buddy comedy. Mm-hmm. That's probably how everyone's been doing. Vaughn's, were you actually looting the place? Uh, in a very subtle way. Vaughn's is <laughs> not necessarily looting looting so much as taking ingredients of value <laughs> from the premises and putting them in his pockets. Make, make a charisma check to play it cool. Putting <laughs> them in his pockets. Oh, God. That's the worst thing you could have said to <laughs> Yeah. What a quinty And I rolled a five. Oh, God. So Bonds is walking around. Hold on, hold the, on. Oh, that, oh. We add five to that, so that's ten, and then we subtract one, so that's nine. That Nine isn't great. <laughs> yeah, on your uh, non-prime base success level, a success by zero would be 18, so it's only half of what you needed to barely succeed at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining Vaughn's going around and doing very obvious, like, look left, look right, look left, <laughs> stand, you know, reach super far to grab the thing, <laughs> like making wide eyes in every direction. Like, Oh, yeah. There's a ton of, hey, look over there's too. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and then I guess um, <sighs> roll an intelligence check. You already failed the charisma check so hard. I don't think dexterity is really going to be the issue here. So roll intelligence just try to find anything you would actually want to use. Oh yeah. Well, and that that's really the hard part in the first place, isn't it? Uh 12 on the die plus six is 18 on the prime. All right. You find a number of like good basic ingredients, but the one thing I'm gonna have you write down is somewhere in the back of the pantry you find buried in a jar that is covered in dust. It has a wax seal, so its contents are still in good condition. Is it organs? It's something called saffron. It's Ooh. really yellow. Yellow. I'm not really sure what you need, or whatever color saffron is. It's gold, right? It's reddish. Yeah. Uh, it's like reddish, uh, orangish. If it's that you, color. <laughs> if it's uh, uncooked and then it makes things yellow. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, it's the reddish orange. And nasty tasting. What? Well, everybody what? in the world. Th- I, I, I know, At but I cannot. Appra- I cannot eat. It's, it's a very strong flavor for some reason, and I cannot eat it. Oh, I'm so sorry that uh, you. You don't suffer. really want to eat them directly. It's, it's a whole thing. I had it. Well, you don't. I had it in a in a paella, and it was like the only thing I could taste. And I mean, I'm. I don't have a sense of smell, and so consequently, it was really, really strong for me to be able to taste it. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that you makes. Can taste I without guess that smell. Makes sense. You can. You can. You can different. taste without smell. You just can't. Yes, you don't get a lot of differentiation. We actually jar, discussed this on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I had forgotten though. So that's fair. But yeah, so Vons, you now have a small jar of saffron. You've Neat. only barely heard of this. You think you read about it once at some time, maybe. So Vons is certain it's magic. Vons is certain you can, I mean, none of your alchemical ingredients are really magic originally, but it has a lot of magical potential. Vons doesn't actually believe in magic. He just makes it somehow. <laughs> that sounds about Vons. That's been his MO the whole time. He just... There's a level of double think that seems <laughs> yeah. perfectly in character. Uh-huh. Bingo. All right. So 
you have found that and <laughs> people know you were taking things they probably didn't know you took that ah so if he gets shaken down later it will be obvious that you took it from here uh-huh. just by pure you know basic assumption of we saw Vaughn's going around and peering around like a cartoon before taking things <laughs> like yeah but that particular thing was you know buried in such a place and is small enough that I don't think anyone would have seen you take it directly. Yeah. Saffron Unless they were looking over your shoulder, which no one was. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sneaky. So, I think you could do some cool stuff with that if you can get back to your alchemical equipment. Cool. Also, clearly, there's got to be more where that came from, right? 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 Oh, there's got to be something. <laughs> yeah. Is there something behind the saffron? <laughs> the back of the shelf. Shit. It's godly made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is wood. Wood's, wood's something. Probably a mousetrap or something Ooh, is there anything in the mousetraps mice love shit that like like they there's like cheese there's mold there's all kinds of stuff on mousetraps uh you search for the mousetraps and there's just several notes of protest (laughs) 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 messenger rats won't service you if you put out mousetraps jesus (laughs) yeah these two have like these little pink citations (laughs) i love that it has like a little it almost has like a little um like mount like a rat sized uh you know the boot that they put on your yeah. car <laughs> it's that but for like a ma- for like a mouse trap like just clamping the mechanism down of, like, so it can't be yeah, yeah there's just a rubber band up. over the mechanism and uh like the bait's gone and oh yeah the the bait is also gone on all of these and they've all been apparently safely sprung <laughs> And then they have the little notations on <laughs> So uh, your, your plan there, sadly, doesn't pan out. Because <laughs> you live in a weird-ass ecology. <laughs> Vaughn is going to take the mousetraps. Okay. Not... Really? Would my grandparents really have mousetraps? That doesn't... That I doesn't feel like seem... That doesn't seem correct to me. I, I think don't they know. Do. I think I could see your grandmother specifically putting them out. And and the grandfather. Keep in mind too, they're matter. from the ground before all the rats were sentient. Oh, or at least okay. most of the rats yeah. were sentient. So, so this is an, this is like a five hundred year old mouse trap, or at least the habits of a person that old. Oh, okay, right. And since these rats aren't elves, they're obviously of severe, su- uh, sorry, inferior breeding. <laughs> I don't think my grandmother would even contemplate the idea of mice having breeding they're they do it constantly that, but that's not the uh, it's like their favorite thing <laughs> your mom's your mom's mice ran but went what one best in show <laughs> her grandma's mice one best in show i mean maybe I if they were elf mice. <laughs> the elvish mice kennel club <laughs> are the elf are there elf mice do they have like pointier ears or are they longer? <laughs> this show's Nothing. gone off the rails you think yeah <laughs> There are no elf mice that you know of now. Uh, but in like an interesting way, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of in a fun, chaotic world building. It's This episode is a weird arcade. We're just bouncing around from thing to thing. We've needed it. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> this is the uh, breath of hyper-oxygenated air that's uh, definitely called for after the shit that's gone down. Uh, yeah. So the NPCs, you have checked on them. Vance has stolen things. It is the end of day three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
of your uh, time in this house during lockdown. I believe we were now at roughly a week of the lockdown in total. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cabin fever is taken hold pretty solidly. Do we need to do this beat by beat? No, because I kind of figured we'd finished all the big stuff. So, Do okay. we need to roll initiative for any further parts of this uh, lockdown? Because it's, it's getting You made cray. that joke last time. <laughs> wow. I don't remember that in the least. No memory of that one. Yeah, I actually don't remember that at all either. Adam asked if we should roll initiative, and the clock got a turn. <laughs> and then we just went round by round for the entire lockdown. Mm. <laughs> or something okay. like that. It was good. It's the episode of editing. <laughs> so, all right. We are officially at the losing our minds portion of the lockdown. Yeah. It's very in character. Good job, everybody. Um, is there anything anyone wants to do in particular while waiting out the lockdown or are you just waiting and trying not to go nuts? Um, I mean, I want everyone who has questions about anything that could even potentially be explored in, in Frymeet's library to be able to like access Frymeet's library. Even if I have to like think of cover stories for people to be able to like use the library i want everybody to have access to the library i think the immediate question is are there any books that act as levers for secret doors do you want to look for that yes roll intelligence check oh vaughn's is going to like he's he's gonna tip every single book oh he rolled in the library oh yeah well what where where else are there books are there other places with books there are a lot of places with books in this house Vaughn is going to tip every book on every shelf if he can find it. Uh, it does. Wait, you say this is an intelligence check? Uh huh. Can I also add my Dex mod? We are we are handling books. We're tipping them with our fingers. Because Dex is your other prime, you can add a D four to whatever you just rolled. Ooh. So I rolled a sixteen. I'm going to add uh, ooh four. So that's twenty. Uh, plus, uh, am I adding my Dex and my Int or just my Int? Just your int modifier and level. Okay, so that's 21 plus 5. That's 26. That's quite a bit. <sighs> <laughs> also, um, Aaron, I'm kind of figuring at this point that maybe not Vaughn's openly yanking at every book like this, but generally speaking, I think... It's not yanking. It's like a gentle tipping. We're, we're like hoping to find some kind of a lever or a thing. Basically, I think that Frymeath is just essentially letting people use a library with supervision. Okay. He may also be going stir crazy. <laughs> that's fair. Is he at least? <laughs> that's the no. That I, I'm sure I won't be able to tell. But he like, has not washed his hands. No. Is he at least? No. I was going to ask about Frymeath. I don't. I. You know. As long as Frymeath has probably allowed, washed his hands. I. I just. I want to know. I just want to know like what Frymeath's whole vibe is like with people being in his library. Roll a wisdom check. Other than being like, why are there people in my library? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, that is 14 plus 7 is 21. I'm doing not terribly. Yeah, that's a decent roll. I like that. Is he amused to watch? I'm gonna um, say, seems either amused or interested, like, vaguely positive, weirdly enough. <laughs> like, occasionally actually helps people. I was gonna say, actually, occasionally helps people, not that... He was being actively blocking them before. Well, I like, feel like it would. It's it's not a good like it. It won't be good for his books if he isn't helpful for 
Yeah. Who are trying to research. Vons is being gentle and occasionally looking over his shoulder. Well, well, I mean, I mean more like helping people if they're like looking for something and then like he has suggestions and things like that and like actively taking that on rather than waiting for you to just ask him for stuff. Sure. Um, But so Vons was tipping every, everything in the house, every book very carefully to find a lever. So Vons. Yeah. You find three. Three? Yep. Jackpot. Vons? Vons was busy going through and yanking on every single thing. <laughs> really, really high. <laughs> and more importantly, at least some of these books are not in the library. <laughs> oh, the bathroom? No, although that would be extremely funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, uh, that copy of the bathroom reader was a plant. <laughs> It's just a decoy. Um, So you go and you are poking around and... Just makes the bathroom bigger. Like you get more tub space. And there's a short hallway next to Ericene's grandparents' like bedroom suite. Like their door is on the left and then the hallway just kind of dead ends. Because the bathroom would be on the right, but there's a wall there. There's a small bookshelf, clearly disused. Oh, those are the good ones. And you're, you're poking around. This is the shelf that ends up, that has ended up with like... What if we were using our modern, you know, our current civilization? It's like, there's a manual for QBasic on here and an out-of-date set of encyclopedias and like the phone book. Uh (laughs) Kind of like the, all of these are still kind of useful, but also it's clear that like no one's pruned this particular shelf in a long time. Like it's just the yellow pages when the phone book came in two books. Windows 95 for dummies. So I flash back to my grandfather's office. <laughs> a couple of discs of AOL ni- online. Yes. Oh, uh, the manual for uh, a telephone system that no one that currently works in your office recognizes. <laughs> a red box of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. And, and a shout out literally for only my mother, a copy of the game Russian Six Pack, I think, on floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. It is an ass trip. I'm very confused by its existence. So. <laughs> you got a yes and wit? I, no, I don't. Okay. And a copy called uh, No Butt. <laughs> the guide to what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> a well-placed no butt is fantastic. A well-placed no butt is as good or sometimes better than a yes and. It's actually what the book is about, <laughs> secretly. <laughs> tell all rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> They're just tools, etc. Uh-huh. It's got a false dust jacket on I it. I love you, Wit. No shame. No, <laughs> for no. not having a yes hand. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. All right. So uh, you're going and you're browsing and you, you find a weird book about recipes involving something called a koi. A koi. It's actually a terrible example because those are cold water fish. That is a terrible also, they're example. Bottom, they're they're not good fish to eat. They're carp. Okay, you find you find a, a book that's called um How to Prepare the Lionfish. Oh, that's tricky. Oh, Vons would fucking love that though. Especially yeah, if you so, get a hold of a lionfish. Are there any lionfish? Where do we find lionfish? Let's go get lionfish. <laughs> Possibly down in the ocean somewhere. But Fuck. you go and you're you're looking and you're like, oh that's interesting. And also I'm checking all these things for levers. Also, what are fish? <laughs> sorry there's a fucking fallout 4 thing it's like they're like birds under the water i think <laughs> like, 
go fishing in the Fallout world to show up very often. Um, but you go and you're you're looking at stuff, and you tug on that, and it seems a little bit stuck. You're like both. I really want to read this, and also, what's that? And you tug it a little bit further, and uh, you feel something mechanically clunk. You're actually able to get the book out, and then you see that it was sitting in a bracket that was holding it at the back. So like you were able to work the book out, but you basically left this switch that it was attached to in the up position. And the entire bookshelf seems to like wobble a bit, but in a way that makes it seem more like it's swinging. You, you find what you think is a door. If you draw the bookshelf out, okay. you see a dark hallway beyond it. Okay, Vons is very excited. Vons is very excited, but he also knows he's no good at finding traps. Coward. Um, <laughs> no, no. Smart. Vons is you smart. have the most HP of the party. What can go wrong? Vons is smart and anxious. So uh, mm. <laughs> uh, he's going to look. He's he's uh, he's uh, suddenly like he's in that like Snoopy dancing feet stage, like where he mm-hmm. doesn't actually appear to be touching the floor any longer. <laughs> you cannot use that to get away from pressure plates. <laughs> Uh, not trying to just yet. Uh, no, he knows he needs to find Ericene because Ericene has the uh, look for traps thing. But he also knows he also knows that he has to get her away from uh, Frymeath cleverly. Um, <gasps> oh, so what does Ericene want to see that Frymeath doesn't? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, look, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, party supplements over here. <laughs> what time of this. day is this? Also, Fodios, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, 7.30 p.m. Bonds <laughs> is just thinking of anything he can that that uh, might draw Ericene's attention without drawing Frymeats. Did I hear that from the... <laughs> library it's a thick house because you are a trained assassin with the listen skill you hear something and then you pick it up like you figure it out hear your name on the wind (laughs) ericene is like i i think i uh ericene just i don't think ericene knows i think ericene knows that vaughn's like wants her attention but i don't know what she goes (laughs) <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, the research Adam, day is wrapping up <laughs> Adam call even or odd <laughs> oh oh odd uh no Ericene doesn't go you get Photios <laughs> oh he can go first uh hey what's is that a door yeah you should probably go through it if I should do it why haven't you gone through it isn't this door smaller than then Photios is physically? No, it's the side. I mean, it's a bookshelf door, so like, it's pretty hefty. Oh, I got the impression that this was like a smaller bookshelf. Like, it's a, a little narrower, but Photios can fit through. Oh, okay, sorry. Or, or, and, and the and the space beyond it is taller. Uh, uh, Vaughn's conscious conscience catches him and says, "Or, or, or maybe you can talk Ericene into sniffing it for traps." Why would someone put traps in a door in their own house? I don't trust elves. Do you? I'm not sure I trust these elves, so <laughs> fair enough. I can try to get her, but we've kind of not been talking to each other very much because I think she's afraid her grandfather will kill me. And as far as I can tell, that's accurate. So, 
cow. You're so much bigger than him. Well, kill's a strong word, but also I'm pretty sure that her grandmother could kill me with a glance. So have you seen that woman glare? I mean, I wasn't looking for a fight, but I bet we could take them both. And, 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 and I bet we could get the help on our sides. Yeah. Those, those uh, maids, they don't seem super excited about, uh, about the pay situation around here. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm really excited for this sudden <laughs> twist in the narrative when you kill Harrison's grandparents. <laughs> no one expected Vaughn's to be the one. <laughs> he was always so quiet and nice. <laughs> he was shifty as fuck from the get. I don't know what you're talking about at all. Interviewing the neighbors, they're all just like, yeah, we expected this to happen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. From the moment that that guy was asking where Ericene lived, we were pretty sure something was going to happen. <laughs> we also remember none of us like Ericene or fried meats. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so, so you want Photios to go get a uh, go get Ericene? Yeah, yeah. I uh, can try. Ericene. Yeah. At the top of the stairs to so the study, you see Photios poke his head around the, the doorway. In a way that is kind of awkward for a, a person of his stature. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got to go horns first. Well, yeah, he's just kind of like, it's more that like someone of his size doesn't normally like creep into rooms very well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think creep is the word ever. And, and he's clearly trying to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ericene will like look up and be like, oh, hey, what's going on, Photios? Uh, Vons was looking for you. Okay. There's your first clue. <laughs> Um, anything? Okay. Oh, yep. Okay. I'll go see what that's about, I guess. Uh, uh, as I'm going upstairs, um, can, so Ian, we have discussed on many occasions that Ericene has been over this entire house with a fine tooth comb herself. Uh, can we, is it reasonable that she would have found this? You haven't tried to fine tooth fox. <laughs> For whatever reason, it worked this time. And I'm going to say that, yeah, you know, you've tugged on that thing before. Okay. But, but for whatever but this reason. this is not looking familiar. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bigger thing is like, for whatever reason, you did not discover this before, even though you're sure you should have. Um, I will. Uh, where are my grandmother and grandfather right now? Hey, Grix, what are you doing with uh, with Aristique? What you two up to? Uh, um, How did you make that sound lurid? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hard. <laughs> uh, we are we are uh, we're uh, sorting. Um, <clears throat> we're sorting old letters. <laughs> How did you continue to make it sound lurid? <laughs> <laughs> Organization is sexy, Adam. <laughs> I don't think that sounded lurid. I don't think that sounded Lurid, Adam. I think you're reaching. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, we we're we're sorting old letters. Um, she has piles. She's she's looking over them, and uh, then she's handing them to me, and I'm uh, uh, flattening them out in the in the piles. Okay, I'm gonna say this is happening down in the smoking room because it's sure. nice in there. Sure. And you need a little more space than her little writing desk in the suite. So, Erisine, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know your grandfather is down in the study, and your grandmother, you walked past her. Sorting through letters with Grix. Uh, what was my grandmother's reaction to seeing Photios come get me? She's talking excitedly, or not excitedly, but she's talking 
animatedly with Grix about the people that she was writing these letters to and seems to either haven't noticed or has not made a big expression of anything related to that. I mean, it's not like you and Photios have not been interacting and I've sort of been assuming that you two have been playing it very cool. Yeah. In yeah. Terms of uh, like, we're totally yeah. not dating cough. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the whole, uh, you know, when she sees him, she doesn't normally, she would call him babe and yeah. she's not doing that in any way, even remotely. <laughs> she is very, 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 no, this is my, no, this is my friend. This is my friend that I know. Has big were roommates vibes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems to not particularly register it because yeah, <laughs> she, she may be using hanging out with Grix as a way to not deal with the fact that there's a zillion people in her fucking house. <laughs> and so you managed to make it on by and Bonds, Fodios comes back with Ericene. Oh, Hey, Erzine. Erzine. What the fuck is Erzine. this? Yes, I can see it. Stop Erzine. saying my name. Check for Fucking traps. stop saying my name. I Check swear for traps, to God. Erzine. Check for traps. <laughs> Check for traps. Stop saying words out loud. <laughs> right that now. was a noise. Check. Stop saying. I swear <laughs> to God. I will <laughs> walk away. Don't walk away. Check for traps. I don't know, Vons. Do you think she should check for traps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ericene is like Photios is helping. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I guess Ericene will check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a hot minute since I checked for traps. I know it's kind of weird. That's a nine plus five is fourteen plus two for traps. Sixteen on a prime. On a prime. You do not detect any traps. Did did you check for traps? I think she checked for traps, dude. I gesture and I say, uh, next time you want me to do that, just don't say it out loud. Okay, follow Inside us then. my fucking house. Uh, so Vons <laughs> hops on top of uh, Photios's back and points towards the door onward. Ericene is going to go ahead of them. All right. And you step <laughs> across the threshold into this dark, you know, dark stone hallway with no lighting in it so there were three levers disguised as books this is only one of them yeah we got distracted apparently so i guess we'll find out what the other two smart <laughs> hey a wealthy mm-hmm. you have been left alone <laughs> i am sitting in a chair and i have about 16 books piled up all around me and there's probably somebody's probably moved a table in front of my chair because I can't have anything sitting on my lap. So I am looking through the books. Um, just, you know, are they thick books? They're very thick. So we were like, maybe halfway to a wealthy fort. <laughs> there's, there's definitely <laughs> fortitude going on. And every time I finish a, a book, it just, it's, it's just, it just, I pile them so that so that Frymeath can see less and less of me. <laughs> At some point after Ericene leaves, Frymeath comes over and oh no, <laughs> sits down next to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, looks at your giant pile of books. Looks at you. Meep. <laughs> <laughs> is he just staring? Ian is thinking. 
Okay. Also, Kelly is dying, so that's that's been real fun to just kind of let let ride. Um, <laughs> just give Wealthy's gasping exhalations some space. Just what Kelly wants. <laughs> okay. No, wealthy, wealthy. The longer the the silence, yeah. the the more. Um, I keep thinking more... of a passage in The Hobbit where where Bilbo collapses and just 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 makes this meeping sound, and I'm just just yeah. He he is looking at you for a long time before he speaks. It's it's the very like sizing you up, thinking about what I'm going to say, kind of look, and then just says, "Miss Taylor, you're a highly educated woman." And educated in very different things than I am. Can I ask you a question? Certainly. I don't believe there's a right answer to this. So I'm curious about what your answer is. Certainly. What is the tipping point, do you think, between saving a few people and saving many? Basically, if you, what's the tipping point for sacrificing a certain number of people to save the rest of them? Would you argue? Is this a trolley problem? <laughs> it is. And I'm going to leave you hanging on that trolley problem. Oh, God. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Until next episode. <laughs> oh, God. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions and comments and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Ian. Thanks, Ian! Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Fuck Arizona. Yeah. (laughs) I would joke that we should leave that in the podcast, but there's not enough context. Well, that's what stingers are made of. Finally, my beef with Arizona has been revealed. Frankly, that one sound clip, I would joke that we should leave that in the podcast, but there's not enough context. (laughs) Should be the stinger. Well, that's what stingers are made of. That that doesn't need to be a stinger. That's like my text ringtone at that point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just on our website <laughs> banner across the top of the page uh, all right should we be making wave files for uh text purpose or for uh ringtone purposes is is that is it uh is it too late in the 2000s i, yes. say, I don't think yeah, anyone who still Never. uses ringtones could download them <laughs> 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 their phones all run off 2g <laughs> it was discontinued <laughs> What about buying them off of TV by uh, texting a code? Oh! Oh, I forgot about that.
Oh man, can we open up a podcast one day with that one? If you want, uh, if you want our theme song as your ringtone text. Da, 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 oh da, no, da, I da, can't da. do that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I think you hold some copyright on that. Well, I just literally don't know how I would do that at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that company exists anymore. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just you know, Google uh, Google MP3 to MIDI converter. <laughs> Fine. I mean, it's technically a MIDI file, (laughs) (laughs) but I have to figure out how to get it out of that program again. And we will laugh at you. I'm sorry. Uh, Wait, you had it in a MIDI file? I don't want to explain this. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were playing a guitar. It's not. No, it's electronic. You had. My mind is blown. Subscribe to our Patreon for the deep cut music backstory <laughs> episode. Uh, so, oh. the music. Coming soon to Bandcamp. 